0: Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll be right with you. I got these green cards here at the uh, dollar store. Oh, hell, I already messed up. I'm going to have to do a new deal. A green new deal. (laughs) People often tell me I have a, a comic mind. It's not something I really work at. I was born with it. Well, even when I was a small boy, I remember people saying, that boy's funny. Well, I have something serious to talk about right now, and that is that Green New Deal. Now, we have had uh, heard a lot about this here lately, uh, all these Democrats lining up trying to attack our president in 2020. Now, this doesn't mean that all those Democrats are in favor of the uh, Green New Deal. In fact, some of them are distancing themselves from it faster than Diane Feinstein at a grade school open house. But there are others who embrace it. Of course, they're being described uh, at best as dreamers, at, at worst as uh, well, radicals. So where should we stand on this you and me, average American? Well, I decided to have a look at it here and I thought we might break it into two parts to make it simpler to think about, one being the green part, that addressing climate change, and one being the New Deal part, that the part dealing with uh, deep-seated economic problems. Well, let's start with the green part first. Now, it is premised on the idea that climate change is actually real. Well, as you and I know, this is actually a highly controversial issue. And uh, since I'm not a scientist, I asked my wife if she wouldn't mind putting together a few materials for us to peruse here on the video. But I asked her only American uh, sources so that it wouldn't have any liberal bias. Here's what she found out. First of all, she looked up NASA. Uh, Well, I was disappointed to see that NASA is treating it as a fact. They said that 97% of all climate scientists say it was true. Of course, NASA still says they landed on the moon, so we know how much uh, we should believe that. U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, also said that climate change was real. Makes me think that maybe they ought to stick to naming hurricanes or or hemicanes or whatever gender they're using nowadays. So with this initial disappointment, I asked if she wouldn't mind digging a little deeper. And I haven't actually looked at the list yet. Uh, She put together a whole bunch of, of different American scientific groups and their opinions on climate change. So let's see what we find out here. American Association for the Advancement of Science. The scientific evidence is clear. Global climate change caused by human activities is occurring now and is a growing threat. Okay, let's move on to the next one. American Chemical Society. Comprehensive scientific assessments of our current and potential future climates clearly indicate that climate change is real, largely attributable to emissions from uh, American Geophysical Union. No, we don't want that one. American Medical Associate, no. American Meteorological I had no idea there were so many liberals in science. U.S. National Academy of Science. Oh, here we go. The Pentagon, winners of back-to-back world wars. Uh, Let's see what they had to say. Flooding, drought, and wildfires driven by climate change pose threats to two-thirds of U.S. military installations. This report probably underestimates the full extent of the risk because it only looks at the next two decades. Well, okay so let's operate on the assumption there might be a possibility of a problem uh, with the climate that doesn't mean we should go saddling up our horses before we've broken and shoot them no as senator feinstein just suggested a few days ago that's not how politics works and she should know she's been up there for 30 years and won by more than a million votes so uh, what she's thinking more along the lines of is compromise uh, incremental progress negotiation of course, up until now, the climate hasn't shown a great deal of interest in negotiating with us, But uh, and I guess apparently it's currently giving us until 2035 to start cleaning up our act. But I'm sure that Senator Feinstein can get the climate to settle for 2045, 2055. I had a great deal of faith in her. I know I, for one, am sending her my thoughts and prayers. All right, what about the New Deal part? Well this is the part addressing what they say are deep-seated economic problems, and actually there's not much controversy here. While leading up to the last election, through both the nomination process and the actual election itself, both political parties were arguing that the middle class is disappearing, that we have uh, pockets of chronic unemployment and underemployment and unprecedented levels of consumer debt. Now, this is what the New Deal part of the Green New Deal is supposed to address. It has things like, uh, let's see here, uh, job guarantee, federal job guarantee, training programs, health care, education, uh, and many of these would of course be linked directly to issues involved with the green part. Well, I find that all very interesting and hopeful, but, but, but as the Bible says, the poor will always be with us. So I, I have a tough time getting too excited about it. Indeed, uh, why well, just a couple of days ago, I saw a piece in the Washington Post where they felt the same way. Uh, what they said there was that even though they believed that climate change was a top priority, Uh, Quote, Democrats should not muddle this aspiration with other social programs, such as creating a federal jobs guarantee. They go on. If the market can redirect spending most efficiently, money should not be allocated on vast new government spending or mandates. Well, hell, I couldn't have said that better myself. There's nothing the market likes doing better. Then reducing carbon emissions, cleaning up lakes and rivers, creating safe work environments, uh, retraining workers, reducing debt loads. And whenever the market sees somebody that doesn't have a job and wants one, they say, well, come on over here, we'll give you a job, even if it raises our costs. Now, I've heard some people sort of uh, cast uh, some doubt on this by saying that, well, Because the private sector needs to to pursue profit and because labor is one of their biggest costs, the private sector actually tries to minimize the use of labor. And furthermore, that the private sector isn't always terribly enthusiastic about cleaning up the environment and so forth when it might cut into profits. I call these people communist sympathizers. I'm not too worried about that. So, at any rate, there's the two main legs of the, uh, of the Green New Deal, the green part dealing with climate change that might or might not be true. Uh, and then the New Deal part that apparently both political parties believe is an issue in terms of the destruction of the middle class and so forth. But, you know, do we really need to do something about that or not after God has already told us there's all going to be poor people? Um, they're somewhat even related, but as the Washington Post wisely pointed out, we don't have to do them both. We could pick out just one. Well, for example, what if we did just the green part and not the New Deal part? We would have a lovely, survivable planet for all the unemployed, poor, indebted people to live on. It would be like Dickensian times. Uh, It would be like one of them books. They Oh, God bless us, everyone. I love those stories. It'd be like we lived in Renaissance times. Uh, Or we could just do the New Deal part and not do the green part. And so we would have, now, uh, Noah says we have a couple of decades, maybe a century before things become uninhabitable. In the meantime, what we would have is a strong, educated workforce with enviable economic growth. We could party like it's 1999, right up until about 2099. So where do I stand on the Green New Deal? Well, I actually thought I had my mind made up. And then I ran into this article just this morning. Turns out the president's daughter is against the Green New Deal. It says there, Ivanka Trump slams Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal. Well, first thing I thought was, well, well, finally, someone with an authoritative voice uh, weighing in on this debate instead of people like NASA and the Pentagon. right? Um, But then I got to reading the article. Let me read you a a quote from uh, Ms. Trump. I don't think most Americans in their heart want to be given something. People want to work for what they get. Well, I know that's true. Uh, Nobody wants to be handed inherited wealth or or, or given a job because they knew somebody or related to somebody. People want jobs, people want to work. But then I got kind of confused because that's the whole point of the New Deal part of the uh, Green New Deal. The idea is to make sure that people do have jobs because we can't guarantee that the private sector will create a sufficient number. Well, then the federal government should guarantee that if you want to work, you're going to get a job. And then I realized something very important. Whoever wrote this article just didn't understand what she was saying. I believe that she's a strong supporter of the Green New Deal. And so if you ask me how I feel, if the Green New Deal is good enough for the President's daughter, it's good enough for me. Thank you and good night.